0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 142 of the High Sensitivity Podcast. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. It is the beginning of season three. We are all back from vacations. I welcome you all, if this is the first one you're here at, of I am one of your hosts, Barry, along with my other hosts here.
1: My name is Craig. Craig uh, one, Craig two, depending on who introduces themselves first.
2: (laughs) My name is also Craig. We are back after a little nice extended break, ready to dive into the non-existent games until this week.
0: Yeah, exactly. Games wise, (laughs) it was a dry spell, but Mm -hmm. uh, news wise, it did not stop. So we'll get into the news. And what better way to start off, guys? What better way to start off? Then Microsoft laying off 10,000 employees. Oh, uh, my
1: gosh.
0: uh, Kind of details came out about it. It is not 10,000 right away. It is 10,000 over a span of quite several months, uh, but uh, affected the most is 343 Studios, the ones that made the Halo franchise and are working on the Halo franchise as well. And then also some of the Bethesda Studio, but uh, 343 has kind of come out and taken the hardest hit of all these yep. layoffs. If you ask me about it, it seems a little irresponsible that Microsoft wants to buy a 60 68 billion dollar deal for Activision and then lays <laughs> off 10,000 people over seven a seven month time period. Uh they they kind of commented and came out and said that it was mostly for the impending recession that apparently right. the uh that we are all coming out for but overall it just seems kind of irresponsible i feel bad for any employee that has to go through any of this especially after the new year that is terrible news to break to break in the year uh you know as much as we talk about sony sometimes being a bunch of a-holes about stuff uh, this is equally a-holish from microsoft but more more on the personal side rather than gaming stuff
2: Yeah, unfortunately, it's that time of year, though, for companies in general, where layoffs kind of happen at the new year, it's where they start cutting back. Um, But yeah, that's a lot, especially from 343.
1: That is, and you know, you you hate to see it, especially over the course of two months, That's almost like an uh, unemployment slow burn, in a way, Mm -hmm. where you just kind of know that inevitably, the axe is going to drop, depending. And, you know, heart goes out to everyone there um you know this is also in the wake amazon also announced a similar thing not necessarily in the two months low burn but they're dropping a lot of jobs as well um but you know that's on the business side none of us are really paid enough well enough to understand you know how to make a decision like that but like we that's that's just terrible news you know
0: yeah and then if i could dump some more onto everybody (laughs) uh game uh game writers and industry people from Giant Bomb and GameSpot have also been laid off. Again, if as Craig mentioned it's that time of year for a lot of companies to cut costs and look at profits yep. uh before the end of Q4 here, but overall crappy time for people. I wish all of those people uh the best of luck in finding new jobs. Uh I and I will I do want to say it makes me kind of happy that we're like an independent like indie Little podcast thing that we do because like (laughs) we're not firing ourselves like god you know god forbid this is our sole reason of money and one of us we'd have to get paid first (laughs) yeah yes we all get one of us gets fired out of it like i i don't know what i'd do but it's it's just the nature of the beast it feels like at this point in game writing industry it just seems like uh you're expected to do more with less people
2: yeah and it's funny because we talked a little about this the other day but like you had mentioned that. And I was like, I am I'm always surprised that giant bomb is still ticking, you know, because they've Mm. gone through so many like major, major changes in personnel and changes in ownership and all that. Like, it always surprises me that they're still around at this point.
1: Yeah, doesn't that uh, kind of fall in line? What's unfortunate as well with um, the news of how there was poor leadership over on the Halo Infinite side Like, I think I agree to pass an article as well. It's just, you know, that combined, you know, because they basically had to, you know, they didn't, you know, have like a kind of blizzard accusation or anything like that, but they were definitely accusing, you know, that poor leadership, which inevitably affected like the overall aspect of the game. And now you hear later, you know, that, that this is, this is also an issue as well. So it's just all around sad, sad times.
0: Now, uh, if you guys want to, I can continue going over the rest of what I have for news. And then whatever I missed, we you guys can clean up. Is that what we sounds do? good. Yeah, but, that right, sounds cool. great. Uh, more negative news. Well, I guess it's not really negative. It <laughs> just kind of depends on how yes, you see it. Yes, bring on it on. Uh, Suicide <laughs> Squad Battle Pass has been leaked. Uh, they, mm-hmm. You know, it was leaked. They kind of mm-hmm. came out and said, hey, it's for cosmetic stuff. But it seems like there's four different types of currency in the game. You probably need a certain currency for each character you play as is what I'd imagine they're yeah. going for. Uh, in order to get a specific skin or something for each person, as long as it's cosmetic, I really don't care. Uh, like yeah. any, all games now are looking to try and make a couple extra buck out of a bucks out of people. If this game sells a million and half a million buy that battle pass, mm-hmm. if that's that's a win for them. So it's
2: mm-hmm. for
0: the most part, like I get it. I don't know why people get so angry about this stuff, to be honest, but if you've been gaming for long enough, shouldn't you expect this at this point?
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know oh, why yeah. we're getting so upset still. It's kind of weird yeah, to for, me.
1: It's par for the course. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what's expected.
2: Yep. It's how they make their money. That's why I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's like every, almost every single game has some sort of, if not a battle pass, some sort of extra way to make money. It's just the nature of gaming. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and if you you're, look at the cost to produce one game, like it's not as big as people think it is, where mm-hmm. digital revenue and stuff like a battle pass is pretty much a hundred percent, you know, revenue for them. So right. it makes sense when you're looking at things at a bottom line or dollar line portion.
1: Yeah. Here's a here's a question here. Is it gonna have as much impact as like the uh I know they're different games, but like the Call of Duty battle pass or Nah. is it going to have less impact like <laughs> what i felt like the overwatch the last overwatch 2 battle pass was which was
2: i feel none. like it's going to
1: be the same
2: <laughs> as like the avengers yeah paid stuff that i mean some people were really into but i think most yeah. people are going to play this game and not even worry about the battle Pass, honestly
0: and speaking of avengers point. marvel's mm-hmm. a perfect segue craig that was that yep. was that was i was Chef's reading skills. your mind ah. reading your mind yeah uh marvel's avengers to end development last update will be march 31st uh this game was kind of plagued with very meh reviews with a good all right story at least i thought so the story was pretty all right but the multiplayer was absolutely trash uh just to Mm -hmm. just to kind of get that out of the way it kind of makes sense that they probably are dropping it as fast as they are it's getting delisted you can find this game for eight dollars now you know on, on sites and everything like that so it is I, I I'm only really sad about it because you know, that game had potential and I thought the story mode was good, but again, like it's just another one of these looter, you know, it's not a looter shooter because Marvel's Avengers is not shooter, but it is a looter type mm-hmm. game where you have to keep grabbing gear, increase your score, your gear score for all that. I'm sorry, but like it very, there are so many games competing in that space right now. You don't even have enough space to even breathe. You have to yeah. really hit it out of the park in order for people to like stick with your game. Uh, like, take for example Destiny. Destiny Two has been been supported for years Ooh, now at this point. A yeah. I love that game. A zillion. Uh, yep. But there there is so little space in that market that Marvel Avengers wasn't a good enough game to stand out on. It has the IP for it, but not the game. Wise right. is what it lacked all right avatar makes two billion dollars only the sixth movie in history to do so avatar way of water like uh i think we talked about it or maybe we have or have not yeah i think we definitely Mm -hmm. did uh avatar way of water is a pretty good movie it's pretty slow though and it's pretty long that's where (laughs) where i'm at definitely need a bathroom break all
1: right yeah what is the clock at now three Uh, is that like three three and a half
0: Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's about three and a half, three
1: and 15. Oh, my God, too long. You have to you have to, you have to like program a, a a a set piece into the movie. That's like boring. So people could go to the bathroom Just be you know? they used to or do, just stop the movie. They used flat to do. Out. Yeah, they used to or do intermissions. Yeah.
2: I feel like the first Avatar had one, an intermission in the theater, if I, if I remember, remember correctly. That. I know like Titanic did way back in the day, but there was. Man, I, I think it was the first Avatar that had a like a 10 minute
0: intermission.
1: Mm. oh wow
0: yep. Uh next up is marvel spider-man insomniac has confirmed that it's coming out for the end of 2023 Sweet. yay how do you guys feel about that that's pretty it's oh pretty super awesome. yay i'll sony, believe it when it's yay. in my hands yeah sony finally <laughs> kind of announces that this is probably their big holiday game to be completely right. fair so they needed one of those and they got it Next one up is a little bit more out there. D and D community lashes out at Wizards of the Coast for the new licensing agreement that's come out. Uh, for people that don't know, D and D has gotten really popular uh, since COVID uh, started. Whether it's doing it online, doing it in person, uh, the Wizards of the Coast kind of came out that said, "Hey, you know, all of this like campaign stuff you guys are making, great. We're claiming it." Uh, <laughs> it was kind of the it was kind of the big deal there, and. The main thing there is just, like, people would share campaigns between each other. You could download it on the internet. But, uh, you know, they kind of want that profit is the <laughs> is the way things yeah. go. So, huge backlash. People started canceling subscriptions to D&D Beyond. Not that that has anything to do with Wizards of the Coast, but people thought it did. And yeah. they've kind of come out, hey, they, you know, come they've come out and said that they're going to be looking back at their licensing agreement. So it looks like at least public upward may have at least come back to make a to make an appearance here and make things better. But we have still yet to see of D&D love D&D, but that's uh, the, the licensing stuff is pretty bad. Yep, yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, next up is Forspoken is the new crisis on PC. If anybody <laughs> has seen some of these technical uh, aspects, I just yep. want to make sure people have an idea. You need entirely. Yeah, you need an entirely new PC for some of this stuff. If you want to run it on ultra and excuse me for looking at the side here, because that's where I have my graphic (laughs) uh, for ultra settings, you need an AMD fifth generation uh, processor. Let's see here. That's about 350 bucks. So let's somebody have a calculator out if we if we want to. Hold on.
2: Hold on. Let me put it in there. Yep. So that's going (laughs) to run you about 350. Yep.
0: All right. Uh, I'm not going to include the Intel. We'll just use Ry- uh, uh, Ryzen here stuff. So AMD Radeon RX 6800. Uh, that's like the most expensive graphics card they sell. I'm pretty sure that's a $600, yes. card. it's 700
1: Yep. Yeah, it's $700. Uh,
0: 32 gigs of RAM. So <laughs> that's at least another $200. Easy.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> so stupid. And an NVMe, and this is all for Ultra. This is kind of yep. the most uh, one. Uh, They they I'm not sure how big this game is 150 gig NVMe drive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's 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 practically one tenth, one ninth of your NVMe drive. Yeah, if it's a terabyte. And then add the sales tax to it. Tell me, what's the over under, Craig C? What's the over under on this? Craig R's got the answer. This is price is Right rules here.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna say over 1500.
2: Okay,
0: fifteen hundred. All right,
2: it's actually just under fifteen hundred. Okay, fourteen, 14 uh, eighty.
0: Fourteen eighty. Craig does not get to go and compete for the prize today. Nope, I'm sorry, not. Craig. Uh,
1: I was going to buy that. that, that I was going to build that very computer with the prize money, yeah. <laughs> and and all that money
2: to play a game that everybody played the demo and went. Eh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh we'll see what happens i'm like again i pre-ordered it i'm getting it on tuesday so you guys Uh, will know my impressions for next week still uh definitely like interesting to have them come out like for minimum and recommended like it still is like you probably need a new like graphics card or cpu or anything yeah that doesn't even include you most likely need a new motherboard in that case which we didn't even include (laughs) oh yeah so you know Craig, I guess if we include the motherboard, you probably, you know, maybe yeah, you would have you know,
2: went over there.
0: I guess on a technicality, we we might give you it, but you know, this is a game show and it's my rules, so I'm not giving you the money.
2: And look, I'm Fair. I'm gonna that's play good. this game as well on PlayStation, not PC, um, be more out of like morbid curiosity at this point. If that's they where actually, I'm at, I'm if, I'm just yeah. at morbid curiosity
0: at this. If point. If they
2: actually listened to the backlash and feedback from the people who played the demo and like, if it's a well polished product or if it just ends up being something that's just complete trash, which is kind of what we expect from a January game. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I will not be buying it. I have it coming from Gamefly. So if it's terrible, I just send it right back. Um, but yeah, I, I'm extremely curious to play this game.
1: Yeah, this is the game that, like, remember I was I was talking to you, Craig, before the uh, our break for the podcast mm-hmm. about like possibly dabbling in GameFly. I should have done it for this, yep. Yep. because I'm getting my copy on Tuesday, and I'm considering keeping the plastic on it until I hear <laughs> your guys' impressions. <laughs> like, Smart. I want to play it for the content for the podcast, but like, I really don't want to play this game. Like, yep. I've just been fizzled out in terms of my excitement, and you know. Yeah. Plus, you we shall you see, have.
2: Know. Plus, you have Dead Space on Friday, so like yes. it's already at a disadvantage. At least among us, I, I would imagine that the the like the circle of gamers who are going to play both games probably isn't that big. But like, mm-hmm. if you're looking at it as like, do I get the Dead Space remake or for Spoken? I would imagine most people are going to lean towards Dead Space. I would. Think. Oh yeah.
0: Next up. Is The Last of Us on HBO becomes the third biggest premiere on the platform, uh, raked in about four point seven million viewers so far. Have you guys watched H- uh, The Last of Us on HBO Max?
1: Yep. Yes, I was hoping that all of us watched this so we could like <laughs> spend an hour and a half on it today. <laughs> but <laughs> <We> <laughs> will I think not we be. listen. I think
2: You're- we got to break our rule on this one though. I think we got to go over it every week.
1: I
0: think. Yeah, I was saying an <laughs> was, hour and a half. No, yeah
1: yeah for sure oh yeah but like that's that's a good point you know because i mean if you haven't this is this is a uh, you know like um at this point you either played the game Mm -hmm. or you heard somebody describe the game for you like this is like spoiler territory that's not really territory you know like if you haven't at least our viewership is probably the most of them if not all of them have played it or know how it goes on right you
0: know, so. Yeah, with how we record the podcast, we definitely give people time to watch the episode for this mm-hmm. in this particular case, so that's why I'm all right with it. Uh, and then lastly, for my last bit of news, everyone is absolutely upset about this. If you've heard of it, you've heard it before at least, I think, four times already. Skull and Bones, mm-hmm. delayed again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kind is, of is, like is, Santa is it... Claus coming, on, coming down the Christmas tree every... <laughs> Every time he comes down and tells you, sorry, sorry, son, you know, your skull and bones, it's been delayed again.
2: It's
1: been and delayed just, again.
0: Then goes back up to the North Pole. Uh, little yeah. Johnny. Yeah. I <laughs>
2: I don't know. Is this, <laughs> is this game ever going to come out?
0: It's, no. So it is. It is going to come out. Like the thing <laughs> is, is, I think they're so far in development. It's not like Batgirl that got done with development and then they just decided, okay, we're going to cancel it. Sort right. of thing. I think there's too many people involved with the with a video game in order to cancel it. Uh, if I you mean, recruit back any of it. I imagine that's what they're trying to do.
2: I can definitively say and like I'm allowed to say I can't discuss the game itself, but I've played it. You know what I mean? So it does exist. Yeah. <laughs> but will it ever see the light of day? I, I would assume so. But we're on how many delays now? Like four or five at this point. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was four it's, or it's five. It's beaten
1: force. it's beaten spoken in amount of delays. Yeah. And forespoken spoken, I think, at three at least. crazy.
0: Yeah, but you know, that's that is my news that I caught up with. Okay. Do did I miss anything? What did I, I miss? You know what?
2: I didn't actually scratch off anything on my list. Look at that.
0: Oh, okay. Look at that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Go ahead, Craig. Okay. So first one. Um I'm surprised Barry didn't bring this up. That's okay. Uh, Nintendo Switch is the best-selling console for the fifth year in a row. So, applause Ooh. to them. Um, was not beat only, out by PlayStation the or Xbox. only console
0: that's available. Well, that's at least what I was going to say. That's why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one you can still go into a store and buy 100% of the time, as opposed to the Xbox and PlayStation where... It's getting better, but you still can't find it yes. every time.
0: Yeah, but you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing PlayStations in stores. I'm not seeing Xboxes. I fair. Yes,
2: fair.
1: that is fair. And
0: I'm not yeah. sure why.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, another one here that kind of ties into a little bit of what you said before, but has to do with 343 Industries. There's a little thing going around this week, actually saying that they got pulled off of Halo games and they would no longer be making Halo games. And then they actually came out either yesterday or today as of this recording saying that like, no, we are still involved with making Halo games. Um, But they did also say that there is no single player DLC in development for Halo Infinite. Um, Cool. I guess. (laughs) Um, I was actually mildly excited when I heard they were getting pulled off of it though. So I was like, okay, somebody fresh can come in and redo it. But I don't know. Like you guys think this after infinite Halo's not dead, but is it like no. it's not a system seller anymore, right?
0: well <laughs> it's it, this particular one has been plagued with right. delays with again kind of with everything and and the bottom line for it is is like Microsoft needs to give three four three the time to actually make the Halo game and then not like try to rush it out and
1: right. that kind mm-hmm. of
0: thing because. You know, I thought the multiplayer, I'm sorry, I thought the single player was good for Halo. Halo single player Mm -hmm. is fine, but it took way too long to get co op campaign. And Mm -hmm. I understand people like the multiplayer. I don't like the multiplayer. That's just the way things are. It's just not for me. It's too floaty. It's too floaty, Mm -hmm. and the guns don't, I don't know, react the way I want them to, I guess. So there goes that. And then what would be a lot of fun for people who don't like multiplayer is Forge, and Forge isn't even out. So. Everything that made Halo adaptable to someone who may not like multiplayer, you could play Forge or single player, you don't like single player, you can play multiplayer Forge. You don't like Forge. You've like, it's the, it's the trifecta that goes around with Halo. And the fact that some of it was missing from the moment that it came out just meant that people played it and then forgot about it. It's just, yeah, Yeah. that's just how games go. There's too many coming out all at Mm -hmm. once for anybody to keep up with. So If it doesn't, if it doesn't catch your attention or keep your attention for a long time, you're already out of it. Did we?
1: No, that's good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, No, I was going to say that's very accurate, Barry, because like, it's just like a perpetual lag in releasing, (laughs) you know, between the delays and then the after it's out, what you're also releasing in terms of added content for the multiplayer and you're right, single players, single players fine, Mm -hmm. but You know, I I played the multiplayer probably as much as uh, as anybody else who got bored with it. You know, I gave it a good three weeks, you know, of like 10 to 15 matches a day, you know, that kind of thing. But then it fizzles out and that doesn't make it necessarily that particular installment doesn't make it a system seller, but it can be brought back. Yeah,
2: I think so. And did not if we go back like two years, was this not somewhere in our top 10 games of the year?
1: Oh, yeah. Halo
0: Infinite was for sure. It it, it was like top five, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it hovered. I think it hovered around like the four, five, six area.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I still have respect for Halo and I think they could still do something great. But I I think it needs a little shake up. The open world was fine. I don't think they need it. I think they should go back to a straightforward experience like the other Halos, though.
1: Um, Yeah, linear would be fine.
2: Linear is the way to go. Personally, in my opinion. Um, it's been a little bit, so I don't think any of us talked about this, but I felt it was worth mentioning because of high on life, but we got some Justin Roiland issues going on. Oh, um, my Lanta, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, engaging in some DMS and whatnot with underage women is never a good look. Um, yeah. normally I wasn't going to touch on this, but because of high on life, I was like, well, he is kind of, you know, in the gaming spotlight right now. Um, I haven't heard anything as far as like anything getting canceled as far as like Rick and Morty or, you know, high in life or any further plans with that game. Um, But the evidence that I saw was uh, pretty complete, right? I don't think there's any, any, uh, oh, maybe he didn't. It's all right there. Unfortunately, Um, doesn't seem like the greatest dude in the world. And uh, probably best if he kind of goes away at this point, at least in my opinion.
0: Yeah, this stuff yeah, is always not. tough uh yeah, just because yeah. I I I think that like you shouldn't be answering anybody's DMs anymore like Mm-mm. and if you're if you're somebody who's on TikTok, I'm not on TikTok but I know this but like you can think a gr- like a girl is like 13 but she looks like she's 20 or something like that. Like the But he
2: specifically a- asked her.
0: Oh, okay. So
2: he did. He specifically called her jailbait as well. So that's why I'm yeah. saying like it's pretty clear cut. You know what I yeah. mean? Like sometimes yeah. you can get that Great area where they can try and fight back and be like, oh well, I didn't know she was underage. He literally asked her age. <laughs>
1: yeah. So and if and if and I don't know if you guys know, but like he had some issues going like way back to harassment with um oh my god. Um always sunny. Mm-hmm. She's a writer on there. She does the podcast. Megan Gantz is her yep. name. I was actually just talking about this with uh with my wife for some reason. I don't know, probably because the Royal and stuff popped up but like this is not the first thing for him you know and it's weird and you know it's it's kind of funny in the time frame that it happens because we've been seeing this frequently now in the last decade or so is like for for some of these uh lewd uh irresponsible guys who are in this stardom it happens when they have like an uptick or they signed like 85 contracts for like the next 10 years for like content that they're going to make, you know, Louis CK was like up and then that kind of stuff came out. And it's just like, you know, I, I almost, because of how destructive that type of, um, that type of, uh, behavior is towards the victims involved, you know, you, Like I could care, like as much as I like Rick and Morty, as much as I enjoy the high on life game, I, I would, I'm with you, Craig. I want to see him disappear. Like, you know, just, just just go under a rock for 80 million years Mm -hmm. or, or probably jail, you know, one or the other, whichever one comes first. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, It's just unfortunate that this kind of stuff continues to happen, but at least uh, it's not being swept under the rug as much as it used to be, which is good. Um, so yeah, I don't think we'll see any further high on life games coming from him. Um, and also people have to learn to separate, like you can love Rick and Morty, like you said, but like the people who are like diehard of his fans who say he can do no wrong, you have to separate, you can like oh, yeah. the show, but like you have to also be able to admit that like, hey, this person's not great. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know how many seasons of Rick and Morty do they have?
1: I think Six. Yeah. Okay. I think it is six.
2: And it was ongoing, right? Still? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So maybe they move forward without him. I don't know how you do that because he's one of the voices, right? Yeah. He's,
1: he's,
0: (laughs) he loves to self insert himself. He, that's definitely something he loves to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's got the Seth, Seth McFarlane mentality with that. He's like in there doing the main voices, right? You know, he's doing Seth. uh, Sorry, Seth. He's doing Rick and Morty. (laughs) So, right. So I don't, I don't.
2: I don't think there's really a way you can continue if he's not there
1: voice. I mean, you could find some you could find some college kid at UCLA that knows how to do that voice perfectly. <laughs> there's enough people who love that show who True. have done that. <laughs> True. And
0: to be fair his comedy isn't like something like you need to have a 700 iq in order to write yeah. not, exactly. i get people find him funny that's fine like R- yeah. rick and morty is not funny to me at all it, yeah me neither it's, it's it's very dumb dumb humor and i just look at it it's not frazier it, it's not yeah, Frasier. So. <laughs> it's fair. not like it's funny in philadelphia like that yeah. that's comedy yeah. gold
2: yeah it is <laughs> it is um. All right. So I'll leave that one to the side. We'll move on to happier things. Uh, there was a logo that uh, leaked this week as well. Uh, two logos, actually. One was Gears Six, and one was Gears Ultimate Collection. Um, are we excited for
0: this? I I really liked. Uh, I really liked Gears Five me too uh, i've uh me and you craig played that the entire way through we did i liked the ending that it came up with it definitely like it's just nice to hear that it sounds like they're working on it right just because like gears of war has been going on for so long it is one of those xbox branded games i look to xbox and i go what what do they have gears of war is one of Halo and gears. Yeah. yeah yep <laughs> so to get six i'm just glad it sounds like they're continuing the story i'm hoping this long of a wait just means that they put a lot of time into it whether right. it's you know i definitely think gears the writing could do a little bit more better if they if they really wanted to take it the next step up because the sure. the weapons have always been fun the you know the locusts and every and, and every other enemy type that they have is very thought out and well done so I'm hoping, you know, what we next see is the evolution of maybe the writing, storytelling portion of things and getting getting to the next portion of Gears of War. It and it makes sense that a collection would come out as right. well. Good. Kind of Good. like Good a Master gears Chief collection. Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah I'd play that again. Um, how long are those games relatively? Because on the opposite excitement spectrum, I'm the person who is a newer Xbox owner, so I haven't really sure. I haven't gone through any of the gears. But, they're short but games they're short things yeah. like this make me want to go back through the series 20, you know like trying to, to like 30. time it
2: for 20 five
1: the first yeah. couple
2: one two and three you're looking at like eight to ten yeah okay they're not very long first one's really short um yeah i mean i would totally play through them all again remastered like a master yeah. chief okay. remastered i'm in um you know that'll be on game pass day one um, and
0: building and, the co-op aspect of it too and yes. i think you horde mode you really do yeah Mm -hmm. that's something we could all do if that ever comes out all three of us could absolutely play through gears all in and and gears five
2: ended ended on a cliffhanger right they were setting up gear six so um yeah i'd be interested and then the last thing i have to kind of tie into that we do have the uh xbox developer direct on the 25th so this yes yes i just wanted to float this out there so i'm assuming we'll see something gears right um what else do you think is going to be shown We're talking about first party Xbox developers. What are we going to see? What do you think we'll Um, see trailers wise?
1: I
0: I do think we see a release date for Stalker 2, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. Stalker 2. I do think we see a release date for that. Okay.
1: Um, Do you think they will release yet another uh, Starfield like gameplay? I think so. Yeah.
2: Even though I also saw that that potentially may get delayed until 2024 Uh, now. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's true.
2: Um what about do you think we see anything from uh Elder Scrolls even though it's a long ways off. We got that like oh. title screen before. Nothing yet.
1: I I want to. Yeah. But I'm not sure there.
2: I, I think, think we'll, we'll see a, Forza.
0: Yeah, Motorsport. Mm-hmm. I think we see something more about Redfall. We haven't yeah. seen anything about Redfall in a while. Yep. Uh, if, if When's the last time we saw a
1: Fable? Anything fable related. years also yeah years. also yeah. also
0: a good option there but it, I also don't hear as much hype about this one to be honest and mm-hmm. we have to see what and I know it's like a long way away but we have to see what E three you know maybe has yeah. planned for it but you know what? kind of just I would ahead. take
2: a fable remaster collection
0: as well one two yeah, and that's three. a little bit easier to that's a little bit easier to come out with
1: yeah yeah
0: but uh, extending off of your Mm-hmm. of kind of thing there, Craig, before we get into before we get into kind of Craig C's portion of news, does anybody like have any maybe bold predictions for 2023 that uh, gaming wise? Yeah, gaming wise.
1: <laughs> Spider-Man 2 comes out and is mediocre.
2: Just saying. <laughs> That's bold. i <I'm> just playing. <laughs> That's bold.
1: <laughs> I like that one. I can't even I, I can't even stand yeah. behind
2: it, though. I... No, I mean, that. I can see it. I can see that. Um, oh, I'm trying to think here. Man, uh, I'm going to say that it may not be like a full trailer, but I'm going to say we see something in the form of a new Uncharted game.
0: Oh, I mm. like that. I like that one, too. OK, so we have we have PlayStation. We have two PlayStation ones mm-hmm. with the switch. Okay, I'm going to come out and say it. Nope. They're gonna delay Tears of the Kingdom, uh, okay. but it's going to be just till September or October, Okay. I think. Of uh, I thought you were gonna we say
2: ha- the Switch Pro. I was no. about to say like new hardware. No, we're not getting Switch Pro. No, we're it's not. not gonna get it's, Pro. it's not happening. Yeah. Man. Uh, not the Xbox.
1: I I I want to go Xbox back to have? Switch. Oh my gosh. I- I want to go back to switch and say that we see something more concrete Metroid prime. Okay. That's okay. 90% want and 10% on actual thinking it will happen. But that's like, I'm trying to be bold here. That's a bold thing that I think. That's, yeah.
0: Because they said prime, one. but then they, we, we got dread instead, which was like a 1.5 in a way. So no, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. need it.
2: I am going to say, we have to, I want to have something Xbox, right?
0: Yeah. For me, so, for me, the Xbox is that Starfield is just going to be meh.
2: Okay. I'm going to go out. Here's my bold prediction for Xbox. You ready for this? Yes. Whoa, Long, Fallen Dynasty, right? That game?
0: Yeah.
2: Is going to come out and be top five game of the year potential. Oh, okay. I love it. That's my bold it. prediction. I, I may not personally love it when it comes out, but I feel like that game's going to come out, and people are going to be like, "Oh my god, that's
0: my yeah." It's it's that Halo. It's oh no, yeah. sorry, it's that sorry, it's that Elden Ring. You know yep. vibe that it, it, yeah. you know, that game has. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: I can't wait to play
2: it. it. Yeah, me too. I'm excited for it.
0: Craig C, your news. If we didn't hit every single, if we did not hit every <laughs> single thing,
1: he's got more. I love oh. it. Well, like I have have just one more. I don't know if you guys saw my pen, but I was crossing off things. (laughs) Um, But the only other thing, and I thought this would apply to us because it was our number one game last year, is that the Call of Duty Season 2 has been delayed Um, 15 days. uh, I guess 14, technically. I thought that we would get a kick out of that because it's not the first time that they delayed a season of Call of Duty. But um, it's going to be coming out February 15th instead of the first, which is when Season 2 was expected. Right and um you know obvious things to expect small they're coming out with like a new smaller war zone map which might appeal to some of the people who are getting overwhelmed appeals to me know, by resurgence <laughs> is coming back mm-hmm that and, and you know new Barry. weapons yep. Yep. yeah 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 and um if they're gonna do anything like this first uh season and this first i keep talking about their battle pass their battles pass is fantastic and it is. if they're gonna bring out new weapons and stuff like that like i'm i'm sad that it's almost the end of the month and i haven't completed that that battle pass you know so i haven't i should have gotten the battle
0: pass i'm i'm so close to complete i'm so close to having everything but i just don't have the battle pass i probably would have completed it you know what's funny
2: is i totally forgot about it and then i was i happened to look at it and i had enough of like the things to unlock everything right because like i had played so much and i went and looked at like the uh that my cod points and i only needed like a hundred so i spent like 99 cents like a dollar and unlocked it and then got everything in the battle pass um but yeah it's a good battle pass and this is gonna be i think the first call of duty i ever get the orion camos for because i have literally as of today playing today i have every single gun gold um, and Sweet. that's the farthest wow. I've ever gotten in a Call wow, of Duty game. Man. I've just been having so much fun with the multiplayer. Like, I bet you yeah, yeah, or- yeah. Warzone, I bet you I've played total maybe like five hours, six hours. But multiplayer, I'm at like two or like three days playing time already. Wow. I've just yeah, been having the, a ton of fun.
0: Yeah, this multiplayer is the best it's felt in a long yeah. time. I am. It is. I, the the more that I continue to sit on Modern Warfare 2 being our game of the year, the more I'm like, yeah, this this was... Yep. I'm still playing it and I'm still having fun.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's
2: my, it's my go-to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And
1: just think about like all the support in the coming time frame, yep. and it's just going to keep making it better and better. It's yeah. going to be great.
0: All right, guys. Games. Let's do it. We got Let's games. Let's get to the games. Let's get to the I know, games. I know
2: Barry and I have a similar one.
0: Yes. I think we all have something <laughs> in common this week. I think that's what it is. Uh, so for me and I played this uh... week, I started my Red Dead Redemption 2 fiasco yeah. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Uh, me too. and i have fire emblem engage i will do no spoilers i am only three hours in
2: <sighs> okay um i have i had to lump them together uh red dead redemption and persona 5 i gotta put them together um i played steel rising and okay. uh i had saved mario and rabbits for my trip and i played a bunch of that
1: finally awesome I want to hear your take on Rabbids. I also want to <laughs> hear your take on Steel Rising because I played yes. that way back for like maybe 15 to 20 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I tried to fit some stuff in there. It, during the break, it was nice um, because there wasn't really anything else. So there felt no rush to play anything. So I was like looking and um, I finished Plague Tale Rep- Requiem. Um, I finished randomly, this is out of the blue, but Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. I had like two hours left of that game and I forgot about it. <laughs> and I was like, I might as well finish this because of the, you know, the sequel yeah. coming out. And then I'm calling this, this RP January mm-hmm. instead of RPG, RP January for me, because I started Octopath Traveler because but of the yeah. second one coming out. Mm-hmm. I started Persona 4 Golden on Thursday to literally get me to engage when I got it. And I have a, I have about the same thing as you, Barry, like three or four hours engaged. Now, we don't have to talk about Requiem. I mean, I could give a two second take, but I got to know heavily. how you feel about the end. Yeah, have I the do. I have how to, do you feel yeah. about it? I, um, I didn't happy? feel anything, man. I was <laughs> kind of happy? happy. There was, yeah, there was like, I mean, it was. I guess we could talk about it, like talk about mm-hmm. it, talk about yeah, it. Like yeah. it's fine. No, yeah, yeah, we're spoiling it. Like King Hugo, that chapter, like it was fine. It's mm-hmm. he shut up. It's we shut yeah. him up. It yep. like I didn't feel any sadness. I felt sadness for her right. because she had to do it. Um, the sequence was fine. Um, I don't think we got as big of a antagonist ending as we did from the first one because the first one was like bonkers with that last boss, but you know, it was kind of cool dodging throughout the rubble and trying to just basically dodge rats and such like that. I'm cool with what they're setting up for a third one, you know, seeing if she can venture route, it looks like a never ending problem that I don't think they're ever going to solve because right. you spend the entire game, just messing up islands and villages by traveling and then rats come and destroy everything. And then you leave and then more rat, you know? So yeah. my take is I didn't feel anything. I was just like, I finished it. I got that little, I got the little like,
2: you know, let me ask you this when you get to the end, right. And you have to put the stone into him, right. Take him out. I didn't even hesitate.
1: Did you? I did not. Not at all. (laughs) No, I had the trigger. I I was like, let's go. Yeah. yeah, I was aiming. I was swinging. It was all right. I I guess I'm
0: the only one that hesitated killing a child.
1: (laughs) No hesitation
2: on my part. I was like, yep. Shut him up. (laughs) Shut He's obviously up. a horrible person. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Barry none. has
2: a heart. We don't. Apparently. Yeah, well, apparently not. <laughs> well, no, well, like, it, we it, it's
0: funny a... because it's this, it, it reminds me too. And I'll talk a little bit about it when we talk about the last of us in the movie section, but mm-hmm. like, it's the same thing where like in the last of us two, where Ellie is about to beat that girl with a lead pipe in the, in mm-hmm. the hospital. And I'm sitting there like, am I, am I really about to just continue <laughs> pressing X? and beating her up like it's it's that it's that moment of thing like okay maybe i just need to not do it but you have to in in both of these games you have to do the horrible thing
1: yeah you do (laughs) yeah i just thought it was i
0: thought it was really heavy-handed that was my main thing there i you know usually the kid kills himself off i was just ready to be
2: over him and all the problems he was causing and all his obnoxious behavior. It was all his fault. All of it. Yeah.
0: It almost (laughs) feels like this game was almost meant to be like a technical sort of showcase because technically all of those rats and those rat sequence scenes are very technically impressive. You Mm -hmm. know, there's a ton of rats and I get it like, Oh, look at all these over 300 rats on the screen at a time kind of thing. But Um. technically it's very impressive, but you know, it's you guys are definitely right where at the ending it kind of feels almost like a a little bit of a mess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Last thing I'll say is out of set piece moments, I didn't really use the rats. You know, that power that they just introduced into the second one. I used his power for the classic, um, the classic last of us moment where you can just kind of see the outline of your enemies. That's all really. I used it for. I was still, I was doing that stealth aggression combo because (laughs) as soon as you upgrade that, as soon as you upgrade the bow or the, the, yeah, uh, the bone um, gun or whatever. The yeah, where you can pick you. up
2: the bows, the arrows again. You're good. You're yeah, good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, you just end up blowing through that last third of the game. You're just like, shoot, exactly. pick up the arrow, shoot, pick up the arrow. <laughs> At that point, I was ready to be done with the game. So I was just like brute forcing my way through because I was like, all right, this has been going on long enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, tricky. I guess, do we want to talk about the oldest game probably on this list, yes. Red Dead Redemption 2?
2: Yes, let's do it. Let's
1: go, So, gentlemen. Red, Dead
0: Red Dead Redemption 2, and Craig and I have talked a little bit about it, so we have a bit more of cohesive thoughts here. Mm-hmm. It is slow. Like, so this slow. game is so slow-paced, and Craig talks about moments where you're just forced to walk. This game is just a walking simulator uh, oh at God. this point <laughs> as well. Like, it's just like... At, at, and hunting
2: simulator yeah and hunting
0: (laughs) simulator it's just every this game loves to like flaunt about how i guess technically impressive it is and i get it like it's not even a ps5 game it looks fantastic like it is a fantastic Mm. looking game uh for ps4 and i can see why it's one of these games where we need two discs for (laughs) regardless my two discs. i bought it
2: digitally the day it came out way back when yeah I'm sorry get on my level
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it's it's definitely just one of these games where I am waiting for the story to hook me and the moment Forspoken and Fire Emblem Engage and Dead Space are all now out what do I think what do you think I'm dropping (laughs) Red Dead Redemption 2 because (laughs) it's like I I don't find it boring, I want to say. Like, it's not a boring game because there's stuff for you to do. Yep. But the story in in Grand Theft Auto V, you're put in right into it. Like, yep. huge, like, sort of set piece with, like, a bunch of thieving. You do a time skip and, you know, your kids are acting stupid. They're crazy. You got to go <laughs> reel your kids in. And it's, like, very relatable. This game is just, it just keeps alluding. Like, I'm four or five hours into it, and I still don't know what happened to Blackwater or Stillwater. Uh, everybody just keeps alluding to what happened there. Yep. And yeah. why your character wasn't there, we don't know. So we have no idea what's going on. It's just like, I'm waiting for the story to eventually hook me. Or else it just feels like it's a Western simulator.
1: Yep. It will hook. It will This hook.
2: is a... I mean, I always looked at this when this game first came out and I first attempted to play it, and I got like 10 hours in my initial impression then was GTA five was such a technical Marvel and the story was so well done that Red Dead came out. And it was to me, it was Rockstar being full of themselves, being like, we're so good. And we write the best stories that like we're going to make this movie that you're going to walk through and occasionally shoot things. Right. And that's how I felt the first time I played it. Um, I'm trying to give it like the time it it, most people say, like, oh, you got to give it time because it is going to hook you. And that's why, like, I'm lumping this in with Persona because I'm going back and forth between these two games right now, because in my mind, I'm like, I am literally playing two of what most people consider of the top games of all time. Persona five, Red Dead two, two of the top games of all time is what people say and both of them is the same thing you're like all right when is it going to hook me um whereas i i honestly think that persona hooks you quicker than red they dead do. does cuz i'm like i mean persona has a a lengthy in- intro where there's a lot of cutscenes and stuff but then you're like you get to the first castle with the uh the vo- uh yeah volleyball instructor yeah volleyball right? coach, yeah. coach the coach and i'm like okay i see where Hate this game's go- yeah i see where this game's going i get it and it's, it's okay. You know, like I enjoy that. Um, that game hooks me enough that I don't mind all the cut scenes and hitting X to get through all the talking and all that. Whereas Red Dead, that intro, until you get off of the mountain in the snow, like that that snow section is awful, in my opinion. It goes on forever. It's, it's whatever. But then after that, you get to the camp. And I remember the first time I played, I got to that point and I was like, I don't want to go hunting and bring back food for the camp. I don't care. Let me just get to yes. what this game is. Please stop having me care for the 20 people in my party. I don't want to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm trying my best because in the back of my mind, I just keep telling myself, these are two of the best games of all time. You need to mm-hmm. get through them. But like Barry said, it's going to be real hard after this week. Cause so I'm going to dive into Forspoken. I'm going to dive into dead space. And then these games are going to get forgotten for a week or two, and then it's going to be real hard to turn them back. Yeah, on.
0: don't forget about Fire Emblem. Yeah. You'll dive into Fire Emblem.
2: I won't,
1: but you're going to engage yeah. in
2: Fire Emblem. But,
1: I, I but like not. you're right, you're right, and a lot of these releases are so spaced out that we know about in these right. coming months that like right. we have about three or four weeks to finish the one that gets released before we have something that probably intrigues us more. Right, um, Craig, that's a tall order for 2023 based off of how many games interest you in particular i don't know if you're gonna be able to like and you're right persona 5 does hook faster than red dead 2 red dead 2 gets annoying with some of those menial tasks like why does my horse have to gallop for a second (laughs) while i'm following somebody and then we break out into a full sprint 60 hours or 50 hours into red dead that was what was annoying me it's like i have to follow somebody again on my horse and again i was playing. Like I ended up accidentally playing poker for like forty, forty minutes at a, at a pop, and nobody in your camp contributes. I'll tell you guys that straight up. You are bringing back all this stuff for the camp, and the camp, the 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 people in your camp are able to like donate or like do things for it. Nobody does anything too. That's the one thing I screamed about in the game too. Good oh, luck to it. you both. They don't. Yeah. I'll I, tell and you when they do. It's like two cents.
2: Like I will tell you right. this: that like I have just taken to. Anytime I'm going somewhere and, like, once you start a mission, you're like, all right, I'm going to get on my horse and I'm going to follow this person for, like, 10 minutes before I get to the actual mission, I just immediately hit that cinematic camera, hold A with this hand, and then my other hand, I have my phone up. And I'm just like, Mm-hmm-hmm. "See, Let me my, know when my, you get there.
0: <laughs> my issue with that is, like, isn't it just supposed to be, like, holding A or X? Yeah. And then it's just supposed to auto-follow? I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I have to... S- drop my phone and steer my <laughs> controller the other way because my because yeah. I'm supposed to be auto following but I'm not so it's right. like I, I don't even know if that feature works how I expect it. The f- there th- there's more than one time where my horse has fallen off the ledge of a mountain and I have to redo the save because I you know now I don't have a horse. Yep. Yeah. I
2: the fact that and this was an issue I had when this game first came out the fact that they put that in there the hold A to follow just proves my point that they were like, we're going to make you sit here and listen to this 10 minute conversation. There's nothing you can do about it because guess what? If you speed up ahead of them, we're going to fail the mission, right? Like if you go too far Mm -hmm. ahead, it fails the mission. You can't like try to race to wherever you're supposed to be going. They don't let you. They're like, nope, you're going to sit here and listen to all of this, what they consider valuable information. And it's not most of it's just nonsense. Um, but yeah, I, I know the story is good it's just a chore to get to what's going to actually hook me in.
1: What I'm interested for the two of you is like, does it end up being like the Batman film from last year and you just sit through it and then you get up and you're like, you know what? That was worth it. Yeah. They told a great story. or Is it going to have the opposite effect where just insert three hour movie that (laughs) you guys can think of where you got up from it and you were like, I just wasted my entire life or like, or even yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. my
0: issue. Like, the thing is, is the Batman, which again, I loved. The, I loved, you know, from last yeah. year. Like, oh yeah, it that was is worth a it. Th- that's a three hour movie where mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. could be sixty hours, and I'm like, and if it wastes my time for sixty hours, I'm I'm not going to be happy with that yeah. game. Like, it's my main mm-hmm. thing, and you know, it's as Craig said. Everybody tells us that the like, you know, Red Dead Redemption Two is one of the greatest games of like you right. know the past decade, mm-hmm. and. A part of me is just not seeing it with how slow it is. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like yep. if it's a western, I'm just wait. Like, just give me the betrayal. Let's skip all this snow crap. Let's <laughs> skip all this town crap. Have yep. my character get betrayed so that I have someone to hate and something to work forward <laughs> to. There you go. I
1: know. Yep.
2: It's almost like what they did in the first Red Dead Redemption. That's, that is what they exactly. That is what they did. You yeah. were like, I hate this person already. Let's find him. Yep. Like, yeah. And they let you go. They're like, all right, this is what happened. And now you're at this, I forget her name, but like that that lady's cattle ranch, go. Oh, yeah. Like, just like, oh. just do that. Just give me that. I will say that I am having an easier time, though, popping in and out of Persona. I'm like, oh, I'm going to pop in and do like a castle, which is like an hour right yeah and then i'm out um whereas red dead i i I can't tell you how many times uh these past two weeks i'm like i'll pop into red dead do a mission and be like i'm done i don't want to do (laughs) any more today yeah and it it could have been 10 minutes yeah yeah,
0: with red dead's writing mechanic it's a sleepy time game for me
1: (laughs) yeah it is i
0: i i I literally get tired playing that game because it's 10 minutes of following somebody i'm sitting at the tv with my eyes half closed like what does he (laughs) say Yep. <laughs> got to follow him for another five more minutes. <laughs> yep. Oh, my
2: God. When do I get to shoot something?
1: Yeah. <laughs> when do I get to shoot something? That's why I'm playing this game. <laughs> Come on. It's a rock
2: star game. I'm supposed to be shooting things and stealing yeah. horses. And yeah. I'm stuff. supposed to be
0: a horrible person. Let me be a yeah. horrible person. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let me go to the saloon. <laughs> oh, man.
0: All right. But my game with Fire Emblem is fairly new. So you guys got to get your old stuff out of the way. Okay.
2: Um, so Steel Rising. Let's go over that one. Um, yes, yes. so I like the idea of Steel Rising. I enjoy playing it. Um, now that I enjoy these type of Souls-like games, I like the idea of you being, like, a... You're like a almost like a robot, almost, right? You're like you a are, You're like an automatron. Yeah. Automatron, but you know? in, like, olden times, um, I think it's, uh, not too punishing, but challenging it's enough. It's not as hard as me trying to get through Demon Souls, that's for sure. I'll tell you what is hard, though, and is annoying the crap out of me, is this game keeps freezing on my PS5 constantly. Mm-hmm. And it makes me not want to play this game anymore because I'll go and I'm like, yeah, I'm clearing out an area. I'm finding everything. Freeze. And then I lose all that progress. This happened at least six times already. And I'm at the point where I'm just like, do I even want to play this game anymore? If it's not that's optimized correctly, like... Getting frustrated because like I like the idea of the game. I think it looks okay. I wouldn't say it looks phenomenal, but it looks okay. The controls are fine. Um and I like the upgrade system. I think it's cool. Uh Mm -hmm. but yeah, like that the freezing thing is just driving me bonkers, man. I just I don't know if I'm gonna be able to keep playing it. I'll probably gonna drop it anyway because of everything coming out. But if it wouldn't have been freezing like that, I bet you I probably would have like been through this game already and done.
1: I bet you would. Like, I didn't have any issues when I played it on, uh, on PC. Okay. Um, but I will tell you that I did drop the game for something that just dis- excelled a, lo- a little bit more in terms sure. of it. Cause like, it's, it's fine. It's, it's a great premise Yeah. the French revolution. They use a lot of the main figures yep. from the French Re- revolution, which I know kind of a couple like, you know, just from school, like growing mm-hmm. up school, you know? <laughs> so you know that type of thing, but I was interested to hear you mention that one because like it's 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 not too punishing. No, it's it, but it, it and and that's what kind of makes it more accessible to a bunch of different people. It, but like right. that, I would quit if if it was yeah, if it froze on me two or three times, I would have stopped a lot earlier. I mean, I, it,
2: I haven't played it in like a week because that, after like the sixth time, I was like, I'm done. I got to do something else. Um, yeah, and then Mario and Rabbits. I can go over this real quick. Barry, this is uh this is my sleepy game. Because yeah. but the difference is is like I like the game. I like I like the characters mm-hmm. and the story. The cutscenes are like they always do a good job of doing cutscenes where you don't need dialogue, where they can mm-hmm. just kind of like you know what's going on, and it like made me chuckle. Um, but man, like anytime I play this game more than like 30, 40 minutes, I'm like falling asleep. Uh and I just have to put it down and play something else. So like It may take me absolutely forever to get through this game. It may be something like maybe I play 20, 30 minutes every night before I go to bed. And that's like my knock me out real quick, (laughs) but I don't know what it is about that game, but literally every time I play it, I'm like nodding off and like, I'm like, I'm having fun. I don't know why it's doing that, but yeah, it's, it's good. Um, I think it's just like that type of game in general for me, like the XCOM style of combat is just like,
1: mm.
2: I don't know, it it fogs my brain a little bit, <laughs> but it's fun. I can see why you have it in your top 10 for sure.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the fire em- emblem engaged kind of yeah. gameplay. Just- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good. yeah, It's good um so i can go over mine real quick um octopath traveler don't know why it took me so long to play this (laughs) it's 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 fantastic i i dodged it multiple times i was gonna buy it before it was on game pass like a year or two ago or a year ago and i just thought i wasn't gonna like it i thought that i was just over that looking type of rpg because i'm not 11 anymore or i'm not like nine but i don't know what i was doing it's a it's a great setup you could pick your character you you start out and i like that the game kind of linears you if i can make that a verb linears you into finding the other seven characters and each one has their own story The stories don't take too long in the initial setting. And then after you get your eight is when the surrounding area should be easier based on how you leveled up. So then you could just do what you want to do. I mean, I'm not too far in. I'm only four or five characters I picked up. Mm -hmm. But the idea, I kind of wish that I started it in the beginning of January. I started it last week. I wish I started it and that was my January game so that I could be a lot farther because I was like, oh snap, the second one's coming out in like, what is it, April, something like that. I was like, I should play this game. Everybody talks about it and I know why. It's a great RPG, it's classic RPG style. The artwork is fantastic, especially I like the enlarging of the enemies that you are specifically fighting boss wise. They kind of make them like grand scale where everybody has like the same size when you fight them. They're just larger than you regardless of how large they are in real life so it makes it a more prominent battle for you um other than that it does all the classic rpg notes it's fantastic um who did you start of off fanta- with? yeah who did i start off with um oh my god who's the scholar mage cyrus cyrus okay, okay. I couldn't get, I couldn't dodge the black mage, man. Like <laughs> I just felt it in my heart. I was like, oh, he, and he can attack all three enemies at once already. Okay. So like, yeah, that was my he, thing.
0: yeah he's powerful with that. I picked the apothecary. Okay. So.
1: Okay. That's
2: uh February 24th, by the way, is Octopath Traveler too. Oh,
0: jeez, Music for that the game one. is solid too. I, oh, I've, I've yes. had to, I've, Square Enix has been selling the vinyl and I have to say, I, I've been like, <laughs> i'm like i can't buy it right now but i'm gonna buy it hopefully it doesn't go out of you know stock yeah. or anything like that by the time i want to buy it so yeah,
1: i always I, thought I, that um, was
2: the perfect rpg for the switch handheld yeah, rpg i could see that mm-hmm.
1: yeah but you're playing it on there, xbox right yeah okay i passed it uh yeah. you just gotta play
0: it on switch just play it. oh man it's just i'm it's i, I almost good, want bitch. to i Every, almost it's want just to so perfect on switch it it's is the same thing and it's um ah dang it i'm gonna forget the title i'm gonna have to remember it but there's Triangle this like un- <laughs> no not that one um there's there's another rpg that's a lot like it i think it's like unchained bonds or something okay, like okay. that it's one of the best rpgs that's like eight-bit sort of cleaner style game made by one guy as well okay um oh i love games like games like 20 the guy i think the game's like 25 bucks but it's one of the best rpgs that i've played on the switch and i don't know why but it it fits so well these types of rpgs like these games are just perfect because they don't drain your battery life on your switch (laughs) they run very well very very few times do we ever have any issues with uh with games like this on the switch and it's just it's just great
2: i craig let me tell you this don't pull a berry. Don't buy a game that you can get on Game Pass for free. <laughs> Don't do it. That's
1: fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can probably, though you can, like, I it wasn't on Game Pass when I bought it. Right. But you could probably play it on your phone. You could probably do the whole, you know, Xbox yeah. mobile
2: gaming uh, thing with it as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So
0: technically, the on the on the go gaming works there.
2: I'll tell you what. I have not used that much as like a side note, the like on your phone or tablet, but I used it while I was on vacation and like, I'm still using it now that I got back. It's like the greatest thing in the world um, for RPGs. Right. Cause you can't play like a first person shooter unless you're like rocking the highest internet. Cause it's going to stutter a little bit, but man, let me tell you like propping up my, uh, my iPad when I'm in bed, right before I'm going to go to bed with my Xbox controller, playing persona is like, it's so good. You know what I mean? It's perfect. Um so yeah, I it's I would recommend that for
1: Octopath Traveler too. Hey, maybe I will do that because that I gotta fit it into the schedule because I really I I I wanna play two. I'm okay with yep. not playing two like when it releases, but like sure. it's 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 good.
0: I'll yeah. be playing two when it releases.
1: <laughs> uh, did you uh, beat the first be- one,
0: Barry? Yeah, I did.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool. The soundtrack is phenomenal, Barry, by the way. It is. Um, speaking of phenomenal soundtracks as well, persona, persona for golden, mm-hmm. a new, new Atlas boy, like myself had to go back and figure out what's all the hubbub and why three. people were, I'm going four three. I wanted okay. to do four first. It enticed me more. Um,
0: personally, and I can tell like, personally it's five, four is like very close to being as good as five. Three is not as good. There was no real like remaster ultimate edition, because right now you're playing persona Four golden, which is kind Mm -hmm. of their remaster ultimate edition in a way like persona five Royal is yes. So like persona three just doesn't have that. Maybe if Atlas ever decides to do a full on remake, we'll kind of get that um, easier time with it, I think, but three is going to be a lot different when you do decide to play that. I will warn you. Um, Gotcha. It is. I want to say it's not as friendly, uh as as for golden is
1: okay Okay. i um i'll keep that in mind especially you know maybe i'll kind of tag that or tag team that with craig's um suggestion of you know playing on the go because like that (laughs) might be something that i could just do like not you know when i'm not Mm -hmm. focused on like like my oled with the mainstream game that i'm playing right now you know kind of thing right um but i'm about i just beat the first dungeon in that it's great you see the groundwork that made persona five so amazing you see the groundwork even in the soundtrack too there's bangers i still think the five soundtrack is better is better i still think five as a game is better but i haven't beat four yet um characters are lovable i you could see just the the standard you know school tropes and all of them that you got from like all of, you know from the other one as well and um I like it. The town for me is a little more bland, but I also have not opened up the town fully and met all the characters and such. But like as an aesthetic, it's a little bit more drab than than the town in Persona Five. Well, city, I guess, would be more more accurate in Persona Five. But that's all coming with time, and what engine it was you was used to create it, and just all these different things coming into mix. But you could see. You could see how Atlas created an algorithm that has worked and why you get why when five came out, it just destroyed and just got so many on because like I'm not the only one that decided to just after playing five, play everything Atlas has ever created. (laughs) But I'm on my road to doing that. And you could just see why. And now there's people out there like me that pre-order Soul Hackers 2, even though they didn't play Soul Hackers. But it's because Atlas did it. So. Um, great game. Glad it's glad it's Game passed I'll be dipping in and out of that one because you can. um And then I guess I don't know if you want to tag team engage Barry. Oh, I'm but ready like, for engage.
2: I'm
1: ready. <laughs> or we could skip over it, Craig, if you didn't want us to talk about yeah, engage. Yeah, do, do you not say. want us
0: to talk about engage, Craig? <laughs> Me? Yeah.
2: I'm not going <laughs> to play it. So go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. I played. I played it. the last one. And I know that they're not for me, so I just I respect what the game is. But like, it's just not something I enjoy. So go for it.
0: All right. Uh, Fire <laughs> Emblem Engage
2: is awful. And All right.
0: No, it is not. <laughs> it it definitely does. Something's better and something's worse than three houses. Like I'm only three hours in. The story is very cookie cutter so far. Uh, mm mm-hmm. The, the moment the one character goes pinky promise, it's like, okay, I know what they're going to do with you. Um, next up then is, it's just pretty much like it, it is regular Fire Emblem from there. I do have to say the game looks gorgeous. Um, yes. This is a really good looking Switch game. And people talk about how like the best thing that has come out for Switch, like best looking thing that's come out for Switch is Breath of the Wild. This game gives it a run for its money. Um, and I do get Breath of the Wild is more technically um, probably. How do I want to put this? Breath of the Wild is probably more technically uh, like prettier because it's like an open world and everything like that, where Fire Emblem is an anime game, to put it to put it lightly. And uh, overall, like, though, the cutscenes and the full voiceover definitely gives this game a really nice makeover. It's so bright mm-hmm. and colorful. Like, wow, it is. is this game bright and colorful? uh now to for me like the biggest part of the game is the combat and they have overhauled it and done just so much good work with the combat the fact that it's not really a grid gives me they give you full control of each character so it's not like a tile you can like place Mm -hmm. them where you want to place them on top of that too they reworked the medic class so the medic isn't just somebody that i just heal with the medic is somebody i actually use the break mechanic uh, that yeah. rewards you for that, like the game literally rewards you for remembering, okay, sword better than axe, axe better than lance, and, uh, lance better than sword, like that sort of type advantage thing, they actually reward you for it. It's not just extra damage, it's putting opponent in break, so that way your other mm-hmm. teammates can come in and finish the job without them attacking back. And then on top of that too, uh, the engage mechanic, which three hours in is pretty light, I it, I will admit it kind of feels like a get out of free jail card right now. I am hoping that it eventually kind of, I need to maybe more strategically use it because the moment you turn on the engage thing, you're just like, kill one guy, kill one guy, kill one guy, kill one guy, kill one guy. You're just so overpowered with it. And maybe I need to up the difficulty on fire emblem engage. Cause to be fair, three houses on normal did not provide a lot of like strategy or hard thinking. Um, It might've been the same with engage because they're trying to be friendlier to newcomers, but engage takes a lot from the whole summoning heroes from the past, from its mobile game, fire emblem heroes. And overall, I, I've, I really like it so far. I just hope the story expands itself a little more. It definitely feels more like a fire emblem awakening story, which I don't mind. By any means but i just uh i'm the most fun i'm having is in the combat and that's where majority Mm -hmm. of the game is if you're going to make the game like the best it could possibly be in this area fire emblems combat is better like this is the best it's ever been
1: yeah i agree with a lot of your points there um as somebody who really only has three houses to reference so you know don't hate me um (laughs) all the fire emblem like fanatics out there or even diehard fans um i like what they did so the hub has what it feels like less obligatory things to do because it isn't a school anymore so you're not necessarily trying to raise not only um everybody's uh knowledge but also your relationships with them so it feels like since there's less to do in the hub, it doesn't feel as monotonous with the hub, which I can which I can feel happening and making me want to play it more late game, because like late game three houses, I was kind of like oh, just like again, like you know, it, <laughs> because you do so much there. Um, the combat is fantastic. I, I but I also didn't play some of those mechanics when they were in other games. All I have is three houses mechanics. I have to stress that enough. I've only played three houses um so like a lot of this stuff is new for me um barry i agree with you on the the engage portion um you you essentially are plugging in a game shark when you do it so to speak <laughs> is what it feels like so like hopefully it becomes a little bit more like i should save the engage because i don't know if reinforcements are coming that are going to be like epically uh, like uh tough or whatever so maybe i should hold on to it i don't know i've just been using it and not using it like you know um to be fair i'm kind of where you are i'm like two maybe three hours in and the expanding of the game is what i'm excited about there's four continents you're going to be going to different missions oh sorry there's four kingdoms four yep. kingdoms on the outlying yeah and yep. you're going to be doing you different missions in different different kingdoms thank you very um different <laughs> kingdoms and then therefore expanding your role within each i'm excited to see where that goes especially if it's not overly linear where you go to one continent you do everything you go to like i like that that's not a thing um the story like you said is cookie cutter it's your classic like you know like oh my mother you know i will do anything for for to 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 you know, bring safety in to everybody kind of thing, you know, it's got that kind of kind of a uh, story rolling right now. And I'm here for it. So I just kind of want to see everything else evolve of why I like those type of games, you know, like, so it's, it's good. And bad. last thing, you're right, it's beautiful. It looks great. <laughs> it looks great handheld. It looks great on the TV. It looks great. And, um, I, if we're not going to get, like, any pro version of a Switch soon or any, like, awesome, like, like that's still showing that you could still make something pretty, not like what Pokemon's doing, so.
2: You know, um, ba- Barry, I picture you, this is how I picture you when you play Fire Emblem games, is I picture you in, like, a uh, fancy restaurant, and they come out with, like, the <laughs> bottle of wine, and they're like, here is Fire Emblem engaged, sir, and they pour it in your, your cup, and you do this. Hold on. You go like this, you go. Mm, yes, this is nice, but I prefer the 2019 Three Houses model better. <laughs> that's how I picture because you're such a connoisseur of Fire Emblem games. So every time oh, you talk man, about it, is... every time you talk about Fire Emblem, that's what I picture in my head every time. Uh, yes, <laughs> like like laid back, like smelling the aroma. Oh, yes, this has a nice aroma to it. I, I love yeah. the color. The color in this one is fantastic.
1: (laughs) Using words like notes. Yeah, Yeah,
2: Yeah, it has a nice afterthought. (laughs) So good. (laughs) I wish I don't I need to figure figure out. I can't be. No, I need to figure out like what what that what genre of game that is for me, because that's like Fire Emblem. Just that's is you like in in theory, like the Fire Emblem game is like the epitome of gaming.
1: For you, I think. Your yeah, dead like, space. yeah, or at least that's the closest thing I got dead right space. now. Unless we can think of something. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe definitely
0: something more like I, I. I don't know. I definitely feel like you're more of like the COD.
1: Like yeah, maybe the Call of Duty yeah. person
0: for yeah. sure. Like then that, that me, means I'm like was...
2: cracking Budweisers if it's yeah. COD.
1: <laughs> Yelling at eleven-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer, I prefer the
0: Budweiser Golden Hour. This is it, what is this? Stuff? Yep. This is plain regular. Yep. This is like World at War.
2: Yep. Barry's yeah. over here sipping his wine. I'm over here shotgunning beers.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was good though. I, 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 I enjoyed those reviews.
0: <laughs> I I need to make it more apparent that I'm the fire emblem guy for the podcast. I really should just I really need oh, to like man. bring out like this entire <laughs> fire emblem crap. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I need to bring out the the whole thing that you, I have. You know what I didn't hear though
2: guy? in that whole review from either one of you? What are the romancing options in this game? No, so, nah, I don't know. I, I'm not that
0: far into okay. it. Like okay. like as far as we know so like and here's a couple of things. There's no tea time, which thank <laughs> god there's no tea things. time. I don't <laughs> yeah. need I, oh I didn't god, need the tea time, tea time mini game. That was really cringe and weird like to be <laughs> yeah, completely fair. Um it does look like it's more like back to again a classic mm-hmm. sort of afterthought of yeah i'm just trying to use words See? now um <laughs> it's, it's back to sense. more of the classic like fire emblem awakening portion of things where like is it you, a one note
2: a one note flavor or is it like multi flavors
0: no so multi. they so this would be the second time that this particular fire emblem scott or you know sort of wine has used this uh okay okay uh, thought of scent same vineyard it, if you will
2: Yes, yeah, so same yes, yeah, same sort will. of
0: vineyard. They're definitely harvesting the same awakening grapes as okay. they are of the engaged no. grapes. No. Oh
2: man. <laughs> it's good. Oh, my. I just know how important that, that area of the game is was to you in the past. So I was making, wait, I wasn't wait. sure if it was still in
0: there.
1: Here's the Barry question, though. Did you get the battle pass?
0: Yeah. Of
1: course he did.
0: <laughs> I, I bought that when it was announced.
1: Did you buy the collector's edition?
0: Yeah, you want to see it? Yes. Okay. Yeah,
2: what, what did it come? With? You, you
1: got to be the Fire Emblem guy. Go does get it. it. <laughs> does it come
2: with statues? Oh, he's got to dig it out. He hid it under his bed in shame. In case of, <laughs> or maybe in case oh, of how robbers. Dare you. How dare you. He he likes it, but not enough to proudly display it. <laughs> I don't
0: know where to display it.
2: Yes, you do. You got shelves. I see shelves. You do.
1: You got to so take somebody out.
0: Are you uh, telling definitely.
2: me you love Evie more than Fire Emblem?
0: Evie just fits up there. Ah,
2: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: So, uh, this is the divine edition here, ladies and gentlemen. It's definitely kind of in the running up for most colorful, yes, of uh, collector's edition, to be completely honest. It's very red and blue. totally green. Hence, uh, is it
1: going to be on our the... list
2: at the end of the year for best collector's edition?
1: Might as well write it down.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, this is pretty simple, though, to be fair. Okay, uh, okay. I I don't know what collector's editions are going to come out. I guess it depends what kind of collector's edition year it is. Book's big, uh, but overall, it, it it is it is a little bit girthy. Uh, <laughs> don't use that word. Don't ga- use that word. The, <laughs> that word. the that? GameStop exclusive is tarot cards, which I have oh not opened. Yeah, God. I can give you guys your tarot oh, fortune via sick. Fire Emblem cards now. Uh, here's sick. the case and the steel book. Let me see if I can get oh that God. in focus here to get it where it doesn't fall down hey That's sony like take note book.
2: it came with the game
0: yeah it comes with the game in the steelbook there <laughs> no uh, The little packaging it came with the game? has like eight, eight <laughs> bit characters of all of the
2: okay uh Sick.
0: emblem characters that you can get uh the main thing i actually still haven't opened it yet because i don't want to get accidentally spoiled the art book seems to be the biggest reason to get this thing this is a really oh, nice yeah. art book i really can hard back it okay. opens from the top here okay uh, so it's almost more like a sketchbook but to, it's like a to coffee fair, table book yeah like you mm. can look at like any other art book i have screams weeb yeah this people don't know what this is like you can would see you, that it has like ornate you, sort of designs and everything on it
2: okay would you leave this on your coffee table if you brought a woman into your home
0: yeah she wouldn't know what this is absolutely <laughs>
2: yes <Yeah>, you know <laughs> okay They'd she wouldn't be like, know what this is. She, but if she did know it, you would know that she is a woman of culture.
0: Yes, if she did know it, I, if she did know it I'd bring out my Fire Emblem engagement ring and ask her to marry
1: me. Maybe a fine wine as well, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: <laughs> if there's any type of Fire Emblem wine out there, I'm going to find it and I'm going to gift it to you. Oh my God. Maybe some the Fire Tendolo. Emblem wine glasses. Yeah. this is what
1: i've missed this is what i've missed gentlemen you know
0: my uh, my brother was telling me like he needs to get me like christmas gifts and he was like i gotta get you kingdom hearts whiskey glasses
1: and i was like Mm. that's not a
0: bad idea but where are you getting kingdom hearts whiskey glasses
1: from like somebody's made it
0: exactly somebody's made it (laughs) overall collector's edition very basic i do like how clean it is this is very typical for nintendo's collector's editions uh, kind of like a bigger casing, bigger artwork. You do get a poster. I have that still kept up because I am going to frame that poster, and I'll probably hang of it. Of course.
1: hmm
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Good. Um. Fair enough. A good, simple collector's edition. <laughs> it could definitely make it in best collector's edition, but I don't know what the other collector's editions are for this year yet. So I'm you-
2: going to go on a limb and say if a, if a collector's edition just gives you an art book... <laughs> It's not gonna make it. But you get a steelbook. I don't care. You got to give me something. You got to give me something more than that. I no, need no, something. yeah, you're
0: completely right. It's yeah. very simple. That this is yeah. more along the lines of like why I bought like this is kind of like the Last of Us Part One, right. Firefly edition. Like it's kind of what? that simple. Sort was of. Was it? Thing. I still um, haven't opened
2: that. Was it the? Was it another Fire Emblem game a year or so ago that that you bought the collector's edition that was like. It like a Nintendo cartridge, like an NES cartridge.
0: Yes. What game yes. Was that? Uh, that,
2: that was, was phenomenal.
0: The, yeah. They re-released the Fire Emblem uh, Mystery of the Shadow Dragon or something like that. That was yes. the first. First Fire Emblem. Yes. Okay. Uh, that was so game. cool.
2: I like that thing. I can dig that. Yeah, it was so, it. so thing, cool.
0: Only thing is, though, is that was a digital only game. So, like, it right. gave you just a code for it. And no, you're right. That's the only collector's edition I bought two of. But also, mm-hmm. that collector's edition cost me, I think, sixty bucks each. Compared to most right. of these, that'll cost you like between one hundred to one hundred and twenty. Like, right. I have one fire emblem thing like completely sealed, and then the other one I have displayed with my Marth statue. So,
2: right, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway,
1: <laughs> oh wow, I, that was the best. Like, hey, this, take take
2: you... your wine glass and let's move it. Move on over to movies with it.
0: Yes, I agree. And <laughs> yeah, with let's do movies that. and TV shows, uh, mm. I I was telling Craig, I watched things over break. I watched many shows. So I'll just go ahead and list mine off. Sure. I binged season one and two of Vikings Valhalla. I watched Banshees and Inisherin. I watched mm-hmm. Elvis, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure season six finale, Black Adam, Amsterdam, Batman Beyond, The 90s Show, The Pale Blue Eye, Kendrick Lamar, oh, wow. The Big Steppers Tour.
2: Okay.
1: You watched Kendrick uh, Lamar's Big <laughs> Steppers tour.
0: Yes, I did on Amazon Prime.
2: <laughs> uh, I watched The Last of Us. Um, oh yeah, sorry, or, I watched The Last of Us. Yes, yep. add that in there. that one. On, if you have Shudder or I think AMC Plus, they have the first episode of Mayfair Witches up. Um, so I watched that, and then uh, I I uh, dove headfirst into Mayor of Easttown with Okay, Jeremy Renner. Oh yeah. hmm. Okay. How about you, Craig?
1: I uh, I did Last of Us. I've also okay. watched uh, Junji Ito, uh, the Maniac Netflix series that just came out, um, because I'm a Junji Ito fan. Um, and I also, I technically didn't even, I totally forgot I watched that Kendrick Lamar Stubber's tour <laughs> as well. So, like, I just like forgot that I saw that. So <laughs> there we go.
0: All right, so let me go over some of the movies I watched, yeah. just because I have a lot more. And it yeah, was just because of the Golden Globes. When I watched them, I watched these movies. Uh, sure. Banshees of Banshees of Inishiran. Very boring. It's an artsy movie. <laughs> I watched that, and I still have no idea what the whole point of it was. Um, uh, To win Elvis. an Oscar. <laughs> uh, uh, did it win Oscars, too? I know. No, I'm Golden just saying
2: that's why they make those movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's an artsy movie. You'll watch yep. that, and you'll be like, why? Um, yep. Elvis uh i can see why the actor got it overall i still like bohemian rhapsody more uh Mm -hmm. i felt like Uh elvis got really boring um at parts jojo's bizarre adventure season six on netflix besides the whole fact that netflix has absolutely screwed the timing of that series and completely destroyed all hype that it had it's a good season of jojo it's one of the better ones uh black adam I don't care about Black Adam. I cared more about the other characters, to be honest. Yep. Like yep. That was that was the cooler part of Black Adam for me was all those other guys. Do you uh, find it boring? Am- you know, I I didn't find it boring, but I think that's because I liked Dr. Fate so much.
2: Sure, sure. Um,
0: He kind of carried that movie for me, and I just wish there was more of him.
2: Yeah. Hmm. It's sad when you don't care boring. about the main character.
0: Yeah, I can see where it's <laughs> yeah. boring. I can definitely yeah. see that. Amsterdam, I liked. That was nominated for a few Golden Globes. So that, if, if I can recommend any of the stuff I've watched so far, watch Amsterdam. Uh, okay. Now, on to, on to some of the other things here. Batman Beyond, I know it's a very old show. This is from the 1999. Uh, yes. I don't know why I'm on a weird oh, I Batman love it. kick. Yep. Uh, no,
1: it's. Oof. I love Tell Batman about Beyond, it. and <laughs> yeah. I was
0: telling my roommate, "How have we not gotten a Batman Beyond game?"
1: I like, know. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I yeah, was, right. I, Sorry. Look,
0: I was looking at this and put an Arkham Asylum type like combat to it, but in a cyberpunk city. Like mm-hmm. this is, it's it's, it's so gold. good. It, it's yep. it's gold, and the fact that you can kind of, you know the the new batman in batman beyond he's not anything like crazy or memorable you could almost make it and insert your own character and insert like you as batman into the game Mm -hmm. and i think it i think it would be just as good uh but overall like batman beyond when i watched it as a kid i didn't realize how how hard this hit it's hard (laughs) yeah it's it's good
1: yeah but like you know you're right with that game aspect you can make splicers like one of the main bad guys you fight throughout the city you know um yeah there's, it's there's just a t- room there it,
0: it's just like a better twist on Batman stuff because you get like future stuff, yeah, you know you get you know he has more high tech stuff that he doesn't yeah. have in you know the the newer games, and also like you get to see his villains age in a way that they usually yeah. don't. Mr. Freeze is awesome. Uh, yep. I love mm. like this version of Mr. Freeze and Batman Beyond, so overall, like very old it's it's i will admit like if it's, it's dated it looks dated it on hbo max it shows up in that like weird mm. not full screen but like vertical yep. so it's letterbox mm. yep. it. yeah um so yeah overall i really like that uh that 90s show uh, okay. i've gotten through the first two episodes here
2: okay i watched the overall, first one
0: an interesting show like here's the thing um I'm trying like it definitely feels a little bit cringier in some parts because it's trying to balance this. Oh, we have, you know, new kids have to like this, but also the crowd that likes that 70 show has to like this. I do like the cameos. I feel like the cameos find their place in this without being too apparent, but I can only hope in season two that they, you know, tend to build, maybe let the kid actors kind of star in the show. Instead of just relying on so many callbacks, don't don't get me wrong. I love the com- callbacks. I love Fez. I love all of oh, that yeah. entire originals that seventy show cast, but it can't lean on them as hard as it has been. Um, whew, all right. Uh, I'll talk. This is the last one I'll talk about. I'll let you guys go then with some of your other things. Uh, the pale blue eye. Uh, Christian Bale in this. It's about a mystery kind of detective one where he enlists the help of. Edwin Poe, Edgar Edgar. Alan, Edgar Edgar. Alan Poe. Allan Poe, Edgar Allen, Edgar Allen, Edgar Allen Poe. It's kind of like a mystery, more or less uh, movie. I enjoyed it. This was, uh, I, yeah, I overall think this is probably one of the better movies. Wish I had watched it when it was out in 2022. I did not. Uh, But overall a good mystery movie. Uh, It's, it doesn't rely too much on the mystery, but I do like all of the characters kind of, Uh, chemistry with each other. And I think that's really what keeps it going. But I could also see this as people saying it's a completely boring movie. Like, absolutely. People will see this as boring. So keep that in mind. Okay.
2: Okay. (sighs) Nice. I'm impressed with how much you managed to get done in a couple weeks. Yeah, that is a lot. And
0: I still have a couple more, but I need a moment.
2: (laughs) Uh, All right. So Mayor of Easttown, let's do that, jumped into this. Uh, unironically because of Jeremy Renner almost dying. And I was like, oh yeah, I need, I've had that on my list to watch forever. It's on season two. I should probably watch that. So I started watching it and uh, lo and behold, to my surprise, when I first episode started and saw that yet again, this is written by Taylor Sheridan of Yellowstone fame. This man has written 15,000 shows that are on TV right now. It's ridiculous. Um, But also written by Antoine Foucault. Uh, training Day, if you know him. Oh
1: uh, yes. Uh, yeah,
2: um, it definitely has his style of writing for sure. Uh, I really like the show a lot. Um, it deals with, um, Jeremy Renner is called the mayor of East Town. Basically, um, they there is a big prison in East Town that they pretty much they don't run, but like if you need something handled in the prison, if you need drugs taken into the prison, if you need getting somebody. Something in and out of prison, that's what he handles. So he pretty much runs the entire city. Um, he deals with all the gangs. All He deals with the police. He's like the go-to man for everything. Um, I am really enjoying this show a lot. I think it's done very well. Um, and it's a pretty good. I'm like almost done with season one. So I'm having a good time with that. And then Mayfair, Witches, which apparently is a book that I've never heard of. Um, Alexandra, I always forget how to say her last name. Diderot, Diderot. Um, she is, uh, a witch. Um, she was taken from her mom at birth, raised by an adopted mother. She has no idea she's a witch. Um, just the first episodes up right now, there's a lot going on and it's super confusing, but I like what I see so far. She became kind of aware that she has some sort of power that she's using. Um, she doesn't know she's a witch yet, but, uh, it seems interesting enough to compel me to watch more. Um, I don't know why Shudder had like an exclusive for the first episode. I'm not sure why I wouldn't really call it a horror show. It's more of like a supernatural, um, but I am intrigued. I wouldn't say that I was like, oh, my God, this show is amazing. But I was like, OK, let's see where this goes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I would it's a recommend for sure.
1: Nice. Um I uh completely forgot. I think it's just because I actually texted you two gentlemen this, but I also did watch Glass Onion and Bullet Ooh. Train like right after our our uh 2022 finale. Um but like I think that you gentlemen said a lot of things that I would have said anyway about it. Um but they're both like fantastic movies there. Um, mm-hmm. cuz I know we're we're really uh we're we're coming back with a vengeance um, <laughs> with our uh, with our one here. Uh, what I will touch on is Junji Ito Maniac series. I don't know uh, how much of our viewership, listenership uh, likes Junji Ito kind of uh, things, but it is a. What they've done with this series is they've kind of taken. Because there was a series, I think, Barry, thanks to your crunchy role, I was able to watch uh, the 2018 <laughs> or 2019, some for my dead homies, um, 2018 or 19 uh, series, which. Did it justice. There's something weird about trying to take his works, which is mainly graphic novels, and trying to put it into some type of animation, um, anime type of delivery. But what I could say about the series now, I haven't seen all of them. I kind of went to some of his go-tos or more popular ones, so to speak and I was watching it with my wife and they're fine. It's a, it's a great series. If you like Junji Ito, if you're looking for something that's weird and twisted with weird imagery, you're going to get that if his name is on there, regardless of what it is. So, have at it. If you're looking for something scary or at least animation scary, you're not going to necessarily get it. You're going to get more creepy, disturbing, you know, that type of thing, goosebumpy, you know, kind of thing. Okay. Um that's like the main thing that I touched on besides the other two movies that I mentioned. Um, I'll uh, I can wait for the last of us unless Barry, you have more of the other ones you wanted to mention, or do we want to get into? Did you catch your breath?
0: Yeah. So I catch your breath and there isn't much left. So uh, I'll talk about this one before going into the Kendrick Lamar portion of things. Uh, I watched Vikings Valhalla uh, seasons one. And then season two came out earlier this month in January this I didn't realize that this Vikings show was based off of the Vikings show that has seven seasons. They make very little callback to it, and it's not the same actors. This takes place over 100 years later, so most of the characters mm-hmm. that you kind of get are dead. And overall, um, much like how Vikings, the original series, came and tied me in, I'm really tied into Vikings Valhalla. Um, Sweet. It, uh, and I've definitely made this analogy before. It's Game of Thrones with Vikings, and <laughs> i I enjoy that it's it's a little bit more grounded because you really don't have to worry about like I, and i shouldn't I shouldn't say grounded because to be fair, there is the seer, but there's not like dragons as far as we know, so it takes a lot of the mystical sort of out of it, but I do like all the action sequences that it does, and I like all of the like badass moments we get like. Um, Fradies is like the female lead in this uh in Viking Valhalla, and she is just an awesome badass character. I I love seeing Sweet. more of it because the Vikings were known for treating their women a lot, you know, um, fairer than most ancient civilizations. Yeah. So you know, good on good on them because they have some really kickass uh girls and uh girls in this series. Cool, but. So then, Kendrick Lamar and the Big Steppers oh. tour.
2: Yes, which we've talked to watch about.
0: This? Uh, do you like Kendrick Lamar? I do, and he's a really good vi- I, I I would say yes. He mm-hmm. I've never been to one of his live shows, but one like the Big Steppers and Mr. Morale, uh, like CD, it is a good CD. There are a lot of good songs oh, yeah. on there. He's also like a super visual storyteller on uh, when he's in a live concert. Like, overall, I really did enjoy this one because he does a good mix of, of like, visual storytelling and Kendrick Lamar can kind of command the crowd to do what he wants and people, like, respect him and do what they... and do what he asks where, you know, a lot of concerts, you know, that I've... No, I, you know, I go to, everybody's just loud all over the place, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's mosh pitting or, you know, <laughs> singing the songs and everything like that with them. Uh, Kendrick Lamar just... Uh, feels like this kind of next level lyricist that we haven't seen in a while, and oh, his songs his songs are almost like art in a way. And you know, not to bring out the wine glass again, but uh, <laughs> he it it, it definitely uh, I definitely really like this album because it tends to tell tell a story, and the live show just kind of adds a bit more to it for me. Yeah,
1: hey, you're right there. He um he does what I wish to say it and like don't hate me for saying this but he he does what Kanye West used to do for me with his shows in terms of the visuals
0: we can't mention his but name he... on the podcast we're going to get flagged
1: <laughs> no no he did he does he does what I wish somebody would do who is not an in a um an Inflated morp? ego. Yes. An inflated ego that comes with fame storytelling. They're, like as you see a lot of musical artists progress, um, if they're that type of concert creator, so to speak, you can kind of see it go down a road where you're just like, all right, that's a little bit too much. Like, you know, like in terms of that, he everything is is calculated. And he can go minimalist and maximalist. Is that a word? He can go. He can go <laughs> ma- maximum and minimalist, all in the same thing. Just, just tell exactly what he wants to tell. And every word he speaks in his in his rhymes have meanings too. So it just, like you said, the live show just brings a lot more to it as well. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: The Last of Us. Yes. Uh, kind of i guess our deep dive into this uh one thing i will mention is this is going to be spoilers for episode one Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: you're probably a week ahead on here uh we film this on sundays so at 9 Mm. p.m episode two will be out yes so we've given you ample time yes (laughs) you've been an ample time to be to to be able to watch it I, i don't have too much to talk about with it i definitely really enjoyed this i think the just like a couple things I think Pedro Pascal and Ellie do an excellent sorry uh, Emma Bailey or Emma yep. Bella Ramsey. whoops Bella Ramsey. Um, <laughs> does an excellent job uh, uh, oh does an excellent God. job being Ellie and uh, being Ellie and uh, Joel. <laughs> wow, names are escaping me today. and uh, i I really like what they did with Sarah. she uh, like I almost feel like I got to know her better because of that little that extra time that we got and if those are like the little tidbits that we just get throughout the entire show i'm all for it like i know we're probably not going to see much of sarah anymore or not we don't or maybe we don't know to be completely honest but to get to see that little bit more from sarah like i just want to see that out of more of the characters from the last of us and i definitely think neil druckman is kind of I'm glad that he was like a supervising director for all of it, Uh, especially too, because he's going to stay classic to the game. He knows what people are going to want. And all of the Easter eggs, like people (laughs) deep dive, excuse me, people deep dive into this stuff. And I I really enjoy the people that deep dive and find the card that Sarah had for, had for uh, Joel on his birthday. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's those little things I enjoy, but overall, I, it's only the first episode, but I'm really impressed what they've done with the first episode so far, it is very good.
2: Yeah, I think it, for going off of the first episode, I think we can safely say that this is the best video game adaptation we've seen. Um, and what I appreciate about it, and I think why it it works is for the first time they've taken a game and being and looked at it as like, you know, games can tell a story correctly. And you don't have to make a TV show or a movie and follow the game step for step, but you can follow it for the majority of it, like they did in this first episode, like a lot of it was almost shot for shot. Um, mm-hmm. And you can and it works because you're looking at the game and being like, all right, this all of this section here worked in the game let's just do it over here. Let's not overthink it like they always do with every video game adaptation and be like, yes, the game's popular and the story's good, but we need to change it. Like they're trusting, HBO is trusting that like people who don't play video games are still going to be able to follow this story. And guess what? The Last of Us has written so well, it's very easy to follow what's going on here. And I think it works so well that us as gamers can be like, oh my God, I remember playing this. And people who have no have not played the games can watch this and still be entertained. Um, I mean, we got a long way to go, so it could tank downhill. We'll see. Yeah, but absolutely. so far, going off the first episode, I was sold on the Ellie performance in the first scene when she was handcuffed to the wall. Just the way she acted, I was like, yeah. she knows what she's supposed to be doing with the Ellie role. Um, I'm hoping that we get to see some of the stuff with Ellie and her friend from the DLC at some point. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping, I thought I saw that some of that in the trailer, like them in the mall. Um, You want to know a
0: crazy thing? Hmm. Um, I never beat the DLC. Oh, really? uh, Yeah. I never did.
2: Yeah. I think it's important to the story. So like, I'm hoping they'll do like some sort of flashback, even if it's short, just to kind of help out. But so far, I think, yeah, Pedro has, I wasn't completely sold when they casted him but I think he's embodied Joel very well. Um and yeah, I'm I thought it was phenomenal so far. I'm looking forward to watching the next one tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very excited as well. It's kind of ironic that the timing that our our yeah. podcast is 20 <laughs> minutes Yep. from it at this point. Um I was interested in learning cuz like I i had to read just a tad bit just on like how they got this group together i think it's awesome that like the majority of the main cast don't even play video games like they had to they had to be shown scenes pedro pascal actually had his like a family member play it because he's not a gamer and he watched mm-hmm. him play it so that he could try to embody joel the only person that actually reprises their role in the main group is marlene right from yeah. the actual game so like i thought that was very interesting um and I can't wait till we start seeing some more of the cordyceps mutation action. I thought the grandma part was great, how yes. menacing it was in the background when she was just leaving as the turning happened, you know, and just like the way she was moving as she was adjusting to the cordyceps infection was great. And whatever that thing was out of her mouth, um <laughs> well not whatever it was, we know we know what yeah. it was, but so I thought that part.
0: You guys might know better than me. Was that like the hair from the person she was eating or was that like the little like tendril stuff from the fungus? I thought it was I a tendril. Tell. I, I thought it was tendrils. I thought it was her hair. Yeah. I thought it was could the be. hair of the girl she was eating.
1: It could be either. Yeah. I I thought it was them trying to just show like some type of like piece that wasn't human coming out of her or at least, mm-hmm. you know, like right. showing that she was infected. Um I thought it was a tendril, but it you know, it could be either. Yeah. Um I think- just oh go ahead no no you're good i I was gonna say the last big thing that really struck for me is how the day was going for her before ground zero yeah just like the small things that you noticed as the audience around her and she was noticing she looked up she saw more um aircraft activity be it helicopter or jet or whatever You know, you saw certain things going on behind her and around her that just showed you what Ground Zero looks like. And they've done it in zombie movies a lot. Right. Like, the day of. But, like, they really kind of hit it home with that. And then the last thing I'll say, this is the last thing definitely that I'll say uh, before I (laughs) hand it over to you, gentlemen. Um, I liked her, well, them running from the actual runner. When there was, like specifically in the the building that they were trying to run f- what that they were going through how he was beelining it like straightforward and running into everything they really showed a lot of speed on that runner. I'm very curious yeah. to see how they're going to navigate like in the future what stealth portions they're going to do <laughs> versus what combat because that thing ran like that thing yeah. ran really 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 fast and the only thing that really kept it from getting to the two of them was the fact that they were moving essentially through a kitchen essentially through the bear kitchen you know the kitchen <laughs> yep. from the bear just yep. like you know. yeah so i'm interested to see how they're going to incorporate clickers like how faster clickers how how sound reactive are they going to be we know how they were in the game but how are they going to be in this you know right. our first our first big guy bloaters you bloaters, know what yeah. is yeah what what is Like, I know that I was terrified anytime one was actually on the screen. You only fight like seven actually in the story, you know? So that's, I'm interested to see the Cordyceps side of it as well.
2: Yeah. And I think like that first episode, I think it's, it seems like it's so shot for shot because that first hour or two of the last of us is so like on rails and like telling you, setting up the story. And then it's kind of like from there on out, where they ended that first episode, when you're playing the game, it's kind of different for all of us because we all play a different way. So now they can kind of go wherever they want and still hit mm-hmm. the notes of getting Ellie there, finding uh, Joel's brother, um, and you know the other people that we'll run into. And I, I forget their names, but the father and son that they run into, oh, which I'm assuming yeah. is pretty soon. Um, and then the other, the older guy, which is we know is in the show, is played by Nick Offerman. Um, and I forget yeah. his name in the game. But like, Bill. we know they we have Bill. all that stuff, yeah, Bill, uh, Bill, Bill. Yeah, Um, but Bill. like they have kind of freedom now to be like, all right, you can do whatever you want now um, and still hit those notes. And we're also going to be like, yeah, this is probably the greatest thing I've ever seen made out of a video game ever. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> now and then what I wanted to leave this off with is does it make you guys want to play? No, uh, like The Last of Us again, like for me, I I want to play like really? a part one and part. two. Yeah, I, I don't know what Kinda. it is. I already I, did,
2: though. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, I I, I know you haven't for the most yeah. part. Like, I still haven't finished the part one remake, hence why I didn't beat yeah. the DLC. But a part of me goes to it and I want to experience like because that that first episode was good enough to make me feel Like Mm -hmm. the first one did, you know, I fought, you know, I felt for Sarah. I feel for Ellie and like everyone's situation they're in. So for me, I want to watch. I want to almost play it again to get those feelings and see if I get those feelings again, because the like overall, like the gameplay portion of things of The Last of Us is fantastic still. But it was the story that kind of keeps you and how it's grounded and the little moments of life that you mm-hmm. get out of it is kind of what you keep working for. So I'm just hoping that I get to feel the same way again uh, with when I play the game. So I wouldn't be surprised if I go back to full, <laughs> full restart of part one, like for the PS five and go straight into two for it. Cause I've, I've been thought about playing two f- again for a while. Just yeah. two is that good of a game.
2: Let me, it is. let me ask you this though. Mm. This is doing well for the first episode, right? It was streamed a whole bunch. Um mm-hmm. I don't think it's a stretch to think that this thing does well enough for HBO that they consider a season 2, right?
0: Yes, yep. Yes. Okay,
2: so here's the question. It seems like this first this whole season is a contained version of the first game, correct? That is the I, I'm ass- as as I'm assuming. That, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah we if, have to it, see where it ends, yeah. If that's the case and they say, "All right, give us a season 2." Do they go to the second game or do they just continue with the in between games one and two and do their own thing?
1: Because um, there's
2: a little get, bit of time in there. I, yeah. You know, and, this
1: could, go ahead. I was going to say this could be a Game of Thrones moment or it could be a Harry right. Potter moment. Harry Potter was the perfect. Um, right. um, um, it, it was the perfect designation of, like, being able to time books with movies so that yep. you can get the artist's interpretation out on paper. Game of Thrones was not, because <laughs> it takes 11 years to write a Game of Thrones book. So they basically right. had That's to do whatever George they wanted. That's just George R. Martin, though. So. Yeah, right. that is just George or R. R. Martin. So it pissed a lot of fans off by season four, I think, yeah. is when they started going off the rails. And started doing things like killing or like thinking that Gray Worm is dead when he's Gray Worm. Come on. Anyway, um, so would you would you rather them go right into the second game if
2: they do a second season? Uh, I don't know.
0: So I personally feels there's a lot more flexibility with it sure. because in in when you start even The Last of Us Two, you kind of have these established characters and where Ellie knows them already, but we don't.
1: Right. Uh, so you could probably
0: do almost a whole season, two seasons. Of Ellie finally, of Ellie and Joel finally reaching the the free country, right. and building the, those relationships between people in the town. But and then you're then, getting into
2: Walking Dead territory where you drag it out too long, and people get bored.
0: As long for me, as long as it's at least season one or like a season or two, that would be fine. Yeah. Then season three or four is Last of Us two. Whether you split that into two seasons or not, you mm-hmm. definitely can. Oh, you can. Yeah. So, so, like, they so consider that. So, we're at five or four seasons already.
2: If let's assume, because I look at it as like, if they look at it as, all right, this is doing very well, let's do season two, let's go into the second game. And I agree with you. I think if they do that, they do two seasons out of that second game, right? So, that mm-hmm. gives you three seasons. Us as gamers, would you rather them completely end that series now or go off on their own thing for a, a season four of like, all right, here's Ellie on the farm, and
1: whatnot, right? I, 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 prefer... I think that'll buy. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think they buy that buys enough time for the third game to come out, and then maybe they split the third game into two seasons and ended at the Breaking Bad five season.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, rule. I, I if like, if they yeah, get yeah. to that point and there's still no Last of Us three, if they don't make one or whatever, I don't want to see any more. I think yeah, this I needs to. I think they need to yes. follow the game and not do their own thing. I don't even want an in-between Last of Us Part 1 and Part 2 in in TV show form. I don't want it. If you're going to do another season, just go right into the second game. Get me I mean, she might be. She could probably play an older Ellie, right? She's not that much older in the second game.
0: You know, you know what's funny for me, and I'm just not sure if they're going to go with it or not. There is this random actress that Neil Druckmann is following because he looks a lot like Ellie. Mm-hmm. In, or she looks a lot like Ellie and c in two, but mm-hmm. my like my main thing there is like she like I would hope that you could use Bella as she gets older right and maybe continue that same recognition, but like Bella and this other actress look nothing alike like, yeah <laughs> like if you wanted to stick with staying with who looks like Ellie, you wouldn't be using Bella Ramsey for season one, so it's just kind right. of like I guess you know we see what happens here, but over overall i agree with you like so too much of like the hollywood media is just about extending a good thing yep. rather than ending it at its best possible spot if they can if it makes sense to end it ended it at two or three seasons or four i really don't need more if last of us three is isn't out if yeah. it is out no. cool if you want to make a season about that awesome i you could as long as neil Druckmann's alive i don't think they could mess it up
2: yeah yeah i just i would hate to see them be like all right let's venture off and do our own thing because then you're going to get in that territory of the same way i felt about the walking dead where i was all in and then i got to like season four or so and i was like this is dumb nothing's happening they're just trying to bide time and i just Mm -hmm. completely checked out and i don't want that i want this i would actually be completely fine if they just did a one season and done too yeah just, yeah. you know, cut it off if you need to. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're
0: going to want more seasons for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially after the reception already. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, know we're going long. Uh, is there anybody, anything else you guys want to talk about before we end it here?
2: I don't think so.
1: Perfect. No,
0: well, I thank everybody for coming back out and, you know, opening our new season of High Sensitivity Podcast out. This is a good two-hour podcast for you guys. Tons of new stuff to talk about. Tons of new movies. Tons of new games. And we are just at the beginning yep. of the year already. Next week, we're firing up the games again. So yes, yes. thank you, everybody, for listening. If you feel so inclined, we have a Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, um, Instagram. We also, if you could, leave us a review and share it with your friends if you're so inclined. The reviews definitely help us get recommended out to more people who would like to listen to movies and video game podcasts so again we thank you for opening up this new season with us i hope you all have a magnificent 2023 to start off with and we will see you guys next time bye
1: see ya later guys